Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 275 of the What Up Though podcast. Yeah, man. I was just thinking the other day, dog, like we creeping up on 300 and I don't I don't want to do anything special for 300. I want to save it for 313. And we've talked about this before, but mm. like we getting there. We getting there. Only uh, what, 25 plus 13, 38 more episodes. <laughs> so it was probably going to take us, take us into, which will probably take us into next year, which is cool. So. Yeah, I'm like 38 more episodes. That, that should take us into next year. So, yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be cool, man. And I would have like I don't know what I want to do just yet because I, I I mean we're still too far away to think about it. But whatever it is, I want it to be the best thing that we've done so far. Like not just like oh let's do another high pod or let's do another you know whatever. Like the three one three, nah, nigga, the three the three one three episode of what up though? Nah, that shit gotta be. Like we gotta do it the biggest we ever done it for that joint. Yeah, that would be dope. I mean, we might, we might, we we might should plan to maybe even do it in per, uh, do it in person, because uh, we haven't done. Oh that no, shit. oh no, that's that's definite. It has to be in person. It's got. I we should probably have some other people there if we can. Uh, and yeah, make it like like a party or something like that. But just have like we'd have to probably buy like several mics. You know, just, uh, you know, if we have people around that can hop on mics or whatever, if they want to hop in. But, yeah, it needs to be like a, a whole thing. And then it all, I think also it should be live live broadcast. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, even video. That would be cool. No, no, that's what I mean. Like, that's what I meant. Like with, with video, like on YouTube, like a live YouTube feed. where like, like, hey, here's the link. It's going live at, say, 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock or whatever. And here's the link. Hop on here at nine o'clock and, and join us on the live joint. And then we can have it up on like a computer or a laptop. Have like you know maybe like a chat thing that's open on there so you can read chat stuff. And yeah, no, it needs to be lit uh, for three one three. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. I, and, and it's funny because I hadn't even thought about that. I've been I thought about three hundred and I was like, and I in the back of my head, like, yeah, we don't have to do them too crazy. Uh, we've done some monumental ones for certain numbers, but yeah, three one three that definitely be. A hell of an accomplishment. So, yeah, I'm look, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Definitely. And don't let that episode hit anywhere around March, because I will, I will, I will petition for us to make sure that we do it on March 13. <laughs> now, if, if we hit 313 in, in like January, I'm not gonna be like, well, fuck it, or February. But if it's like, even if it's like February 28th, I might be like, let's just wait two weeks and do it on on March 13th. I, I, and I'm cool with that. I am definitely cool <laughs> yeah. with that. I am definitely good with that. Yeah, that, yeah. And the wait time, yeah, I'm cool with that. And I'm yeah, that'd be to, fun. Care to see what day March uh, 13th falls anyway, just out of curiosity. Yeah. No matter the day of the week, like, I, I'll do whatever it needs to do to do it on that day, if, if, if possible. Like I said, if that's... It's a Sunday. Yeah, okay, so that works. So, like, I'd be fine with that. That's actually a pretty good day. So, like, if if it's anywhere within that range, I'd be willing to like delay it 
so that we could actually do it on March 13th. But like, if, like I said, it, it has to be something similar. Like it can't be like three, three thirteen will be in January. I'm like, oh, it's way till March. Like, no, nah, I ain't doing nah, that nah, shit. Right, and this, and then it just be a random day. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm if with you if with March that. 13th hits on, if March 13th hits and we only at like three ten, it's like fuck it. But like, if it's if it's close like that, try to make that happen too. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. So speaking of Detroit shit, uh, we missed the one week when it happened, and then we came back last week. So we hadn't got a chance to talk about having the first pick in the draft, which is fucking amazing for the Pistons. Like, I was so fucking hyped. Now, my hypeness was a little derailed because I wasn't able to actually watch the the, uh, the lottery. So I did it with my fuck-ass uh, – past cable provider and <laughs> i somehow i i lowered my package and when i lowered the package it took a espn out and so hey, I, missed, I'm like, I missed the opportunity to say pause after you said i lowered my, my yeah package. that's that's fine yeah that, that would have been a good one too um so and so i'm like i'm not and then it was like 30 bucks a month to add that the the package just to get espn so i was like fuck espn and fuck uh at&t <laughs> So the day of, I'm yeah. like, bet, let's uh I'll just get ESPN plus because that's like six bucks a month and shit. I'm like, cool, fuck it. Bruh, you cannot watch the lottery on ESPN plus. It was only on regular ESPN. I'm like, if I got plus, why can't I watch the shit on ESPN and ESPN plus? Like that just doesn't seem fucking logical. So I cannot watch I it. I one thousand percent agree with that. I don't understand why they do that. Like if you pay for ESPN plus, you should be able to watch regular ESPN on there. Like I don't and a lot of times, most of the stuff that I would watch is on both. Like, but like, like, so like if, if, if UFC is on, because sometimes like if it's, if it's not a pay-per-view, uh, UFC will have like, like a regular fight night, the prelims might be on ES, regular ESPN or on ESPN two, but they'll also still be on ESPN plus. But like, I feel like I should be able to go to ESPN plus and pull up ESPN live, like right now. And you can't do that. And that's whack to me, dog. Like, I don't, I don't understand why they do that. That's the my only that's my only gripe with ESPN plus is, is that. Yeah, so my uh watching and I put air quotes watching was uh um I was watching Twitter basically. So oh, I'm just okay. watching the countdowns and all that shit. But yeah, that was a hype moment, man. Definitely glad. So I'm assuming you were able to actually watch it live. Yeah, on, yeah. On I was TV. watching it on the Yeah, well, I was watching on the you know the app. But um, not the ESPN app, but you know what app I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was watching on there, and um, yeah, it was a it was an incredible experience for me because like going into it, I had been saying for months that we was gonna get the number one pick, and that was me just trying to be positive. Like you know, obviously there's no way I would know that it's a lottery. <laughs> it's like it's a, it's a crapshoot. But it was just me trying to be positive because I felt like we had a good chance. And the more I thought about it, the more like nervous and excited I got because, you know, once I thought about it, I'm like, you know, we had a high pick in my lifetime multiple times, but the number one pick we have not had since 1970. So I'm like, like, this is not something that I've experienced in my life. Like we had, like I've experienced three championships. Uh, I've experienced, um, you know, finals MVPs. Uh, I've experienced, we had all, we, we had four players in the all-star game. Uh, we had a 64 win season, like all kinds of dope shit that I've experienced, but I've never experienced number one pick. So I'm like watching this shit. Right. And I'm accustomed to whenever I watch the lottery, 
not only do the Pistons not have good luck, they often have bad luck where it's like, oh, oh yeah. they have the sixth worst record in the league, so they should have the sixth pick. And then, like, the number eight pick goes through the Detroit Pistons. Like, God damn it, how we fall in the mm. fucking draft? Like, so I'm watching the shit concerned that we're going to fall fall down from where we're at because we have the second worst record in the league. So theoretically, we would have the second pick, even though the odds are the same for the three worst teams. I can't remember who the third team was, but Houston, us, and whatever the third team was. And, you know, they all had a 14% chance of getting the number one pick. And I'm like, you know, it, it, it's not as good odds as I would like, but, you know, whatever. So I'm watching this shit. And every single pick, I'm just going like in my in my head, going, please don't be the Pistons, please don't be the Pistons, please don't be the Pistons. And it wasn't every single time. And I'm like, bet, cool, cool. And I, I'm doing it kind of like calmly because, you know, we're not supposed to have the 12th pick. Like, what the fuck? But like, so, I, but still, even if they go number 12, I'm like, please don't be the Pistons, please don't be the Pistons. Cool, keeps going. They get all the way up to number two, and it's still not us. And I'm like, oh my god, this fight actually happened. Now we're at a 50 50 chance. And then he goes, the number two pick goes to, and then I go, then I go, please. Uh, no, I said, please uh, don't say, please say, no, I said, please say Houston. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, number two pick goes, please say Houston, please say Houston, please say Houston. The Houston Rockets, nigga, I jumped up and yelled, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Man, I was so fucking happy, dog, because it's like, what are the fucking odds? Like, 50, 51 fucking years, dog, and my 30 plus years as a fan, never seen that shit. And to get the number one pick, and to get the number one pick is such a loaded draft where, like, Everybody like the consensus is like the top three to five are strong possibilities for being legit players that could come in and contribute right away. So I'm like, man, and, and the number one pick is kind of like like this is the year to get the number one pick because everyone is saying like Kay Cunningham is like one of the most guaranteed like people that you can get. Like not on the level of like when LeBron like the LeBron draft or like the Anthony Davis draft, but like Close to that, where it was like everyone knows Kate Cunningham is going at number one. Everyone knows Kate Cunningham is probably going to be somebody who's going to be able to come in and contribute right away. And then on top of that, I know for a fact, just from watching the game, just like you saw, this team is better than that record. They just oh, sure. tanked flawlessly. Like they tanked to where they did good enough to they did good enough to be impressive and exciting to watch, and just bad enough to lose a bunch of games. <laughs> so perfect. So I know, I'm like, this is not a second worst team in the league kind of team. Like, they can be better than they are. And then to, to notch that number one pick in this year, man, oh, man, I was so fucking happy, dog. I can't – and people keep saying, like – like, I, well, I, I can't say people keep saying, but I keep seeing, like, tweets or articles that are like, um, you know, who could uh, – what if the Pistons took somebody else? Or, or would you take this trade where the Pistons trade away the number one pick for other stuff? And all this kind of shit. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Keep the pick. Draft nah, I saw Dumb. that shit. And Dumb. I mean, and, it, and like, it's funny because I was talking to somebody about Rob Beard. Do you follow him on Twitter? Mm-hmm. No, uh, wait, no. I thought you about to ask. No, I thought you about to ask. Do I know who it is? I don't follow him on Twitter. So I, I, I started following him during Pistons uh, season last year. And so I was talking about, yeah, I follow. I was just talking about Pistons. I don't, some piston related, and I was telling him I follow him, and somebody was like, "Yeah, I don't really mess with him too much. He he, he trolls," and I was like, oh, "I never seen too much trolling for him." And then this motherfucker posts, uh, he says something like, oh, that I, trade asked, thing? I, "I asked I asked Troy Reaver about it about potentially trading the uh, the first pick in his and he said that you know uh, 
all options on the table. And I'm like, that's just too open-ended. And next thing you know, there are articles everywhere within a within probably be two, three hours articles about that shit. And I'm like, man, that's just fueling bullshit. Like, of course he will say options are out there. Like, it's all kind of options. Yeah, I mean, could 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 fucking Michael Jordan come back and play? Yeah, that's a maybe an option too, but shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's just hot. And then all of the conspiracies of what what the what it would take. I shouldn't say conspiracy, but like hypotheticals of like what it would take to I don't like, man, that's that's just not happening. I mean, I think any of the top two or three picks, I think we would have been happy with and it would have worked out. But I mean, you just don't trade the first. You just there's not there's not a I don't think not there's a viable year. this year. There's not a viable not situation. This year and not this team. Like mm-hmm. maybe a different team might trade it, but like not this year and not the this like. They need to take Cade and be done with it. And I, I, I don't even like. I mean, I, I, I don't like hearing about the idea of like, like trade ideas. Like, oh, they can trade him for this. They can trade the pick for that. Yada yada yada. But I understand Troy Reaver saying, like, you know, all options on the table. Yeah, I totally get him. I, yeah, like, I totally yeah. get him saying it. It's just that, that ain't that's that's not nothing report unless you just want a bunch of bullshit coming your way. But oh, whatever. But. That wouldn't be me though. I can see him. I can see why he would say that because you want to you want to give other people, other GMs or other teams the chance that the idea that they have a chance. Because who knows? Like you, when he said like you know all options are open. Who knows what team might offer something ridiculous? Like if for some reason they got a beef with like their number one player or whatever, and they offer like a ridiculous package, maybe he does take it. But like at the end of the day. Like for shit like trading down, like trying to like that tweet that he posted where like you get the second and the third pick or or you get, you know, the seventh and the eighth pick or, or something like to get a couple of first rounders that are still high. And like, oh, no, no, fuck that. Like draft Cade. And then like, if the only other option is if you trade it, it would have to be for a completely 1000 percent legitimate superstar who is still very young, because the reason that. I'm so uh, against trading the pick is because our team is like the youngest team in the league. Cade is like 19. So if like Cade pans out and if Killian, Killian Hayes pans out, like this could be a team that if they, if they actually pan out, they could go like a dynasty kind of run. Cause like, they're all so young, like a bunch of 19 or 20 year olds. Like it could be like Atlanta. Like, like the Hawks are going to be good. The Hawks are going to be good for a while. Like, and they're going to be in the picture for a while. And that's what, that's what I want for the Pistons to like, like to be a team where it's like, they got a squad where like next year, say they can, you know, compete for a playoff spot, something like that next year. But like, say if they get say three years down the road and they're like really good now and say five years down the road, they win a championship or something like that. Like, I feel like when you got players that young, if they all can actually manage to play together well, and you know, it, it takes a lot of things working out. But if it if all those things work out, like you have the potential to have a team that's good for like uh you like a dynasty kind of level. Like, and I'm not saying these players are good enough to form a dynasty, they're still too young, but like when you have a bunch of players that are that young, if they turn out to be as good as they their potential, you could build a dynasty. I'm not trying to trade a dynasty for motherfucking uh a, a couple extra first round picks, like no, nah, yeah. draft Cade and, let, and let's see if let's see what happens. Like I'd rather 
I don't want to say roll the dice because you're not rolling the dice when you got the number one pick. But like, I'd rather roll the dice on what K can do with our current group and see what happens than trade away the number one pick and get a couple other guys. And you you're in the same position, seeing what can happen. But I'd rather see what can happen with K than see what can happen with some other guys. So, no, um, I, I I totally agree. I fully agree. But yeah, that was a really exciting night for me, dog. I was super happy. I drank. I celebrated by drinking out of my uh, Infinity bottle that night. Oh, it was a like, real I, celebration there when you broke out the yeah, Infinity that Infinity bottle was, and shit. Yeah, that was a, that's a special occasion. Like I said, I, I've never seen that in my life, and I I was more I was more happy about it than I thought I was gonna be. Like I, like you think about it, like oh okay, the, this team sucks. They might could get the number one pick. You think about it, the draft lottery's coming. You think like oh they might could get the number one pick, but when it actually happened. Like it, like I was like legit, super, super hyped and super happy. So, I I broke out. I I had a drink from my Infinity bottle, and then I still got my autographed champagne from Isaiah Thomas that I'm saving for, uh, championship. Oh shit! Okay. Champion championship happens. I'm gonna drink that whole bottle in one night, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, and I totally believe it. Like I I feel like you're not exaggerating at all. So not even a little. And I'm gonna tweet. <laughs> Isaiah, like, and I'm gonna tweet to him with the picture that we took together and the year, and be like, I've been saving this bottle <laughs> since 2000, <laughs> since 2017. I don't know what year it was. I've been saving this bottle since 2017 for if we won a championship again. And now I'm gonna drink from this, and I'm gonna celebrate with you virtually. <laughs> but if you're free, you can come through the crib and we can kick it and drink together. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Like, if you're in the neighborhood, pop by, my dude. I don't even know where he live at. Does, does he live, even live in Michigan at all? Or you don't know anything? I don't know. I'm assuming he does not live in Michigan. I'm assuming he lives in probably like, I don't know, a, a fancy city or he moved back to maybe somewhere around Chicago. Yeah, I have no idea where he lives. Oh, okay. But yeah, that was a hell of a uh, hell of a day. I was definitely hype as hell. I knew, I, and I just knew you were hype somewhere. So, um, yeah, it was it was it was dope. So I'm looking forward to the, to the new season. I feel like the 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 the, the more they get hype, man, they're gonna fuck up my chances of getting these work tickets, man. These, this shit's <laughs> like I, I like I don't need these motherfucker to be that hype about this shit. Like, have some medium hype, not like full uh, and shit. Yeah, you might want to temper your expectation there. Yeah. <laughs> I got my email about about uh, season ticket packages, and I haven't looked at prices or nothing like that yet. But as soon as I got that email, I was like, "Man, I bet they raised the prices oh, from sure. whatever whatever they were thinking about before the draft lottery." <laughs> like I don't know what. Like, see if they're like, I'm just throwing out random numbers. But see if they're like, it's a thousand dollars for a ten game plan or, or or a half season plan. It's thousand dollars per ticket for a half season plan in the one hundred level seats. And then as soon as that nigga said the Detroit Pistons got the number one pick, they were like two thousand dollars. <laughs> like I bet they instantly doubled the price as soon as that shit happened. Uh, so, but yeah, I think like once they draft K, yeah, it, it's we're we're gonna end up being one of those places where it's gonna be it's gonna be the hot ticket in town. And I'm I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. And it, it was funny. I'm I'm texting uh Joe uh 
uh, Joe from Pro Pistons action because I know he gets Pistons uh, seasons tickets. I'm curious to see if he knows if the uh, the, the prices went up already. Um, but the thing is, it's like I think previously people were just going to Pistons games and they would go to the popular games because they wanted to see the other people. Now it's like mm-hmm. I just want to see the Pistons. I don't give a fuck who they're playing. And so it's like it wouldn't matter the game. Like it could be whoever. Like it doesn't matter as long as the Pistons are playing. I want to go. Would not yeah, care I who they're the, I looked at the packages um, as far as like not like seating or pricing, but as far as like what they're offering. And they got like a a full game plan, a half season plan, but then they have multiple ten game packages, and they have names like the All Star Plan and stuff like that. And generally, how it works is like you like the All Star Plan is probably going to be ten games against ten good teams. That's probably going to be the most expensive ten game plan. It's going to have the Warriors in there. It's going to have you know uh, the Lakers. You know whatever, right? Yeah, they got a a weekend plan that's only going to be weekend games, obviously. And then there was a couple other 10-game plans. So they do break it down in a way where you can get something that, like, fits what you want. Um, if I get one, I'll probably get the weekend plan. But it's mainly because I don't know what my work schedule is going to be like for actually going into the office. Uh, yeah, because that's the right. whole thing was like, yeah, the whole thing was like, well, I live far away, but I still work downtown, so I can still walk to LCA from work. But now I don't know how often I'm going to actually be going into the office. Like I, they said one day a week, maybe two. So it's like, it just makes sense for me to get a weekend plan. I don't know if I'm going to do that though. It depends on how much it costs. I mean, I guess a weekend plan would be ideal, but that would take you having to go down there versus if if you do. So that's kind of tricky for you because not knowing what days uh, (laughs) the games are going to be during the week and to not pick a weekend plan. But, yeah, I get that. Yeah, because it's like even if I know, like, like if I I find out in August that I'm going to be in the office on Tuesdays, even then, it's still like okay. Even what it ain't, it ain't a two. There's no Tuesday plan, so it's like <laughs> I'm still gonna have to go down there regardless, whatever plan I get on days that I don't work. So I'll probably stick with a weekend plan just so I know that I'm free. But and th- th- again, that's 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 still thinking way ahead because I can't even guarantee I'm gonna do it just because like I don't know. It's it's a lot of money, and I just moved into a new house, and <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion that. Um, my utility bill is going to be incredibly fucking high. <laughs> so, particularly my water bill. <laughs> I'm about to say, have you have you got your updated water bill yet? No. <laughs> yeah. And I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be a shocker. Um, but hey, man, as long as the fans happy, y'all having good times, you know, that's kind of kind of what you do it for, you know. So. Cool. Yeah, I- yeah, it's been it's been cool because like. The I don't care about that kind of shit, but like my wife and my daughters are like having a time of their life. Like they just love going in the pool on hot days and shit like that. And most of the time when they go in there, I'm doing other stuff anyway. But yeah, it's 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 good for for them to have like something like that where they can be at home and and be that happy and and enjoy themselves. So man, that's all that's all it was about, man. Being able to have a, I would love to be in the next house, being able to have the stuff I want at home so I can just enjoy being 
being at home. And so that's 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 the goal. You know, um, we don't have younger kids. I won't, you know, but I will have, you know, niece and nephews coming by. So hopefully being able to have a place that they would enjoy, you know, to come by and shit. So have you have you actually been in the pool? <laughs> the fact that you laughed just tells the story. <laughs> so um so let me explain. <laughs> 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 let, me, let, me, let me explain. Part one, I don't know how to swim. That's part one. <laughs> but part two, my pool ain't deep. It's it's it. I, I think I told you before. It's about three to four feet. But when I mentioned that, the pool was still not in a condition to where I could see inside the water. It was like still cloudy, kind of greenish looking. Like the only reason I knew. It was three to four feet was because on one end of the pool, there's a sticker on it that says 3.5 feet. So I'm like, okay, if I fill it up higher, it might be four feet, whatever. So three and a half to four feet. I assume the whole thing was three and a half to four feet. Once I got the water clear, I noticed that the other end of it does dip down, not in a way where it's like the whole thing slants, but like there's like a, a circular area on the other end that's deeper. And that looks like it's about six feet, give or take. But either way, the pool is not a depth that I, I could drown in. I could always just stand up. <laughs> so I was like, there's no reason for, even though I can't swim for me to not get in the pool because there's no, like, I'm not going to drown. Like I'd have to like, I'd have to slip and fall, hit my head on something, pass out and have no one else there. <laughs> for that to happen. And I'm pretty confident that's not going to happen. So I'm like, there's no real reason for me to not do it, but I just haven't, I don't know, I just haven't got around to it. I haven't felt like it. But um, my wife and uh, my daughters went to Canada this past weekend. So I was home by myself. And I'm, I, I spent most of that time kind of just like watching TV and relaxing and, and getting some stuff done around the house. Like that kind of stuff. Like I didn't, I, I didn't have fun per se like you know I, I i had you know at at nighttime you know i had i had quote unquote fun but uh i i didn't do too much but one of those days i did decide all right let's get in the pool and let's see what we can do so before i did that <laughs> i went on the computer and i went to youtube and i googled how to swim <laughs> jesus I'm christ like, all right let me see if I could get some tips. Oh, <laughs> so, so I watched this video and this guy walks through, walks you through, like he, he starts the video. Like by the time you finish this video, you will be able to, you won't be like an Olympic swimmer or nothing like that, but you'll be able to get in the water and swim it confidently without feeling like you're going to drown or anything like that. So I'm like, cool. Let me watch this video. So I watched the video and it has its tips or whatever. And I'm like, cool. So I go hop in the pool, man. And I, when I say hop in the pool, I don't want to make it sound like I just dove in that bitch. Like, one, it ain't that deep. If I dive in that bitch, I will knock myself out and and uh, and probably drown and die. Hey, did you uh, but did, did you finish uh, season two of Succession? I have not finished it, no. Oh, okay, cool. I um, am on episode six of ten. So okay. whatever you're mentioning is in the first five, I've seen it. Um it was just a it was it was just a pool scene, so I don't know if you even made it that far. Um, uh, I I don't think I've seen, I don't think offhand I've seen anything involving a pool. 
Okay, cool. When you do, let me know. Anyway. Something went wrong. Yeah. So, um, uh, bruh, my fuck, first off, I got a Google Nest in my um, in here in the office, and it's right near my window. This motherfucker just went off like, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I thought a motherfucker was standing at my window, dog. I just jumped <laughs> so fucking far, dog. Oh, shit. It scared the shit out of me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I thought a motherfucker because I got my headphones half on and I just thought How a motherfucker. Even, don't you gotta say hey Google first? Like why I, think, even... I don't know, it's just mistaken. Like I it always so it's funny when I'm when I'm driving and I'm listening to music sometimes, the uh ask Google through my phone a randomly like connect and thinking I'm said said something. So that happens to me in the car all the time. But it's the first time it's happened to me on, on my nest. And bruh, I thought somebody was standing by the window. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, dog? My bad. I didn't mean to interrupt. That just scared the shit out of me. Oh, you good? No, I heard it. I heard it in the background. Yeah. I'm like, what is that? But uh, I, I got. I have mainly. I have a a Google Home. Uh, it came free with something that I some other Google shit that I got to my kitchen. But most of my shit is Amazon. So my shit is all Alexa. And when I watch Shit's Creek, there's a character on Shit's Creek named Alexis. And sometimes it, and I have an Amazon Echo that's right by my TV. And when I say right by, I mean, it is literally under the TV. And sometimes they'll say something, blah, blah, Alexis. And then, and then Alexa will be like, I didn't hear what you said, nigga. Oh, like, okay, yeah, wait a minute. man. <laughs> we, we have one in our kitchen. Um, and Emma randomly does that sometimes, too. It creeps me the fuck out. But, yeah, so um, I was like, all right, let me get up in this pool and see what's happening. So first thing. I get in there and I'm like, why is this shit cold as fuck? Like, I had to get into it with in the same way that like, if if you get into a bath and it's too hot and you gotta like slowly <laughs> lower yourself in, like that's that's what I deal with the pool. Like, and I like cold, but I'm like, I got yeah, like I put pools my legs can get in, cold as fuck, dog. Man, and it was hot as fuck that day. And I'm like, I put my legs in. I'm like, oh, okay, it's a little cold, whatever. And I get and then so then I get into it and I'm standing up on the on the shallow end and the water only come up to my waist on the shallow end. So I'm like, I, I, I bent my legs so that I would dip down. And as I'm dipping down, as it's hitting my upper body, I'm like, bro, this shit cold as fuck. Like I popped right back up. Like, yo, okay, wait a minute. Let me get my bearings together. <laughs> this shit cold as that fuck. Shock, that cold shock is a bitch, dog. Yeah. So after a few minutes of like, just trying to lower myself to where like my whole body was in it to where I was, used to the cold, I started kind of like practicing what I was seeing in the video. And the video started off by saying like, uh, like if you hold your breath, you could float. And it was so the, the guy in the video would like hold his breath, he would like take a deep breath and then he would put his head under the water and he would grab his knees with his, with his arms and like kind of like putting himself into a ball and he would float. And I'm like, okay, that was like step one of the video. So I'm like, all right, let me do that. <laughs> And I started to do that shit, and I'm like, "Nah, this ain't for me, dog." Like, like this is a little bit too, this is a little bit too intense, dog. I'm like, because I'm like, I ain't never submerged myself in some water where I like I have no freedom of my limbs. So it's like I'm just trusting myself to just like floating underwater and shit. I'm like, "Nah, bro, like this is a little bit much." I was like, and I put on um, uh, like goggles because um, I was like, if I'm gonna put my head under the water. It'd be dope if I could open my eyes and be able to see. Because I'm like, I've never done, uh, again, these are all things I've never done before. So I'm like, I don't even know what this is like. So I put my head in there 
and open my eyes with the goggles on. I'm just like, yo, this is so fucking weird. And then like my lower body started floating up in the air and shit. And I'm like, and now I feel like I'm going to fall. I'm like, okay, this is too much. <laughs> so I stood back up and I went and got a pool noodle, like one of them big ass long noodles and shit. And I put my, like I put it like under my armpits just so I could see what that's like. So then like that thing like has you like hella float, right? So I'm like, all right, this will work. So then I spent the next maybe like 45 minutes paddling around this pool like a fucking idiot with this pool <laughs> learn how to swim. And I was failing miserably, dog. Like, I'm so glad my house is so secluded that there's no way anybody could have seen me. Because if they see, man, if somebody saw me in there, my grown ass with a pool noodle under my armpits kicking like a baby, like... <laughs> Man, I got flamed. Oh, so you home? Were you home by yourself when you did this, or your was your family home? Yeah, no, it was by myself because they was in Canada. Oh, this is this week, this past weekend. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. yeah, they was in Canada, so yeah, I, I was just doing that, and I'm doing that shit, and I'm like trying to do the stuff that I saw in the video, and I'm just not really moving across the pool at all. <laughs> like I'm like barely moving, and I'm like, why is this shit so hard? Like, <laughs> like I'm like moving my arms and legs hard as hell, like not really going nowhere or going somewhere, like really really slow and i'm like man this shit this shit sucks i'm like how does michael phelps do this so fast <laughs> like uh. this shit don't make no sense but yeah so i basically did that for like 45 minutes and there was some moment where i don't i don't remember how it happened or when it happened but i'm assuming this is when it happened at some point i scraped my knee and it must have been i don't know when it happened in general in that day but i noticed it when i was in the shower later that same day and i'm like all the time I spent flopping around in that pool and shit, I must have maybe like scraped my knee on like the bottom of it or something. And I'm like, how do you get a fucking minor injury <laughs> trying to learn how to swim in three and a half feet of water? <laughs> I mean, it's probably because it was three and a half feet of water. So it's like, okay, my knee is liable to hit the fucking, uh, hit the fucking bottom, even though I got a pool noodle under me. But yeah, all that to say, I got into it for the first time this weekend and it was a complete and total fucking failure. <laughs> So did you? So did you walk down to the t- the deep end? No. Okay. Because the the reason I didn't go down to the deep end is because the way it slopes, I like I started to go down there and I, I I slipped a little bit and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not about this life yet. <laughs> and that's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah, I get it. I'm like, even though I could literally stand up in the deep side. I still don't want to fall in the deep side when I'm too unfamiliar with like what this, this, like this sensation, like the, you know, floating or anything like that. And then like say falling underneath and then maybe like, you know, if you, I feel like if I'm under, if I'm in control, I can have a better chance of learning because I can control my breath. But if I'm like on the deep end and I slip and fall, I'm like, I'm not going to be thinking about controlling my breath. So I feel like I'd slip and fall. And then I would like probably inhale a fuck ton of water, <laughs> like falling down and shit. And I'm like, even though, again, I could get back up, I still feel like I got panic and like inhale a bunch of water and shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so <laughs> I only stayed in the three and a half to four foot space and just paddled around in there like a fucking dumbass. Well, I don't know who's coming over Saturday that even wants to try to get in your pool, but I swear, if the weather's good, I'm jumping in. Well, don't jump in. Get in carefully. Because <laughs> it's, it's not that deep. I, I meant that loosely. Yeah, just, just okay. <laughs> walk in. I, I, I am getting in for sure. 
I've been wanting okay, to get in the like, pool. I literally I've been, <laughs> I've been wanting to get in the pool, man, all fucking year. I was telling Monica, like, my, well, my wife was telling me, like, man, we should, we should have, we need to have a house with a pool. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I didn't know that was in the plans, but I guess we need to f- figure that out then. Um, that wasn't on my list of, of things that for a house, but. But yeah, one thing I did like, though, is when I would like put, when I had the pool noodle under me, and I would kind of just like relax, like that kind of like floaty sensation with the water kind of moving was relaxing. And I feel like if I had like one of those, like, you know, like, well, we do have one. I just didn't use it. And I don't know if it's big enough for me because I think it's mainly for the kids. I don't know if Katrina was on it. So maybe, but um, like, like, a, like one of those like floating kind of like bed type things, it's not a bed, but you know, like a floating thing that you could lay on. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be like the most relaxing fucking thing in the whole world. Like floating on top of water on this inflatable little floating bed thing. And are, get, are you getting, are you getting one there. of those? No, we have one. Oh yeah, I do. Like I said, oh, okay. It's just, yeah, I just, I didn't think, I didn't even think to use it. And then I also, again, I don't, I don't know if it's big enough for me. Cause I feel like it's mainly for the kids, but. Ah, um, okay. Like I said, my wife was on it, but I mean, she is shorter than me. Not a lot shorter than me, but she is shorter than me. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is big enough for me, but. I didn't think to try it, but I feel like that will be incredibly relaxing to like lay on that thing on top of the water because the sensation of just kind of like sitting on it and floating and like the oh, way man. Kinda, like, you, you got to get the one you got to get the one that fits you with the cup holders on it and you can sit in there with a beverage and just move around the pool. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that man like that's like get one get one is big enough where I can put an ashtray on it and have a cigar. <laughs> Man, I'd be in that bitch like, why does nigga been in the pool for eight hours? <laughs> it's comfortable. <laughs> I'll tell you. Like, I'm looking online right now to see, like, what do they even call these things? I wouldn't even know what to Google. Well, I, I Google. Like, pool, I, I, pool I Google, float thing. I, 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 Google, <laughs> I Google pool bed float and all kind of stuff came up. <laughs> pool bed float cups. <laughs> like, what? Cup holder. <laughs> oh, this is one man is dope, but uh, that fucker is expensive. It's like two hundred bucks. But oh, Damn. never mind. It's two hundred bucks because it's motorized and it has oh. it, it has controls on it. So never mind. Okay, that. yeah, I don't need all that. Yeah, no, no, no. It is a regular house pool. Like, I, like maybe if I lived in a mansion and I had a, a, an infinity pool, <laughs> maybe you get the two hundred dollar motorized joint. But uh, I'll take a fifty dollar one that's not motorized. I can just blow up with my mouth. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, motorized is like it has a motor on it and it has handles to control it. Like it's remote controlled. Yeah, no, that's I don't need all that's that. That's just way too much. Yeah, that's just that's just that's a lot going on there. Sitting there with like joysticks and shit, like, <laughs> like moving that shit around. That's exactly what it had. It has joysticks. Okay, yeah. If I if if my pool was bigger, maybe, but. Nah, I don't need all that. But yeah, just something to kind of relax on. Yeah, that'd be nice. The the one that we got is like I said, it, it feels like it's for kids, but um, and it ain't got no cup holders or nothing on it. I don't think. Yeah. But yes, that is. I did get it. In short, yes, I did get into the pool this past weekend for the first time. <laughs> Bro, you now when you said you was getting in the pool, I did not expect that. I I I did not. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Did not expect that, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. You gotta it be. It feel good in that hot ass weather, though. Now, on the hottest days, did the water warm up a little, or are you not sure? Hell no, that shit's no. still cold. 
Yeah, it was not. Like I said that day, it was like 90 degrees that day. And that water was still, I was like, man, this water cold as fuck. I don't even know how this is physically possible. Like, I don't even know how physics allow water that is in a 90 on a 90 degree earth to be this cold. <laughs> but here we are. Man. Well, good stuff, man. Hopefully you you'll get a little more comfortable in it. And and but I, as long as the kids love it though, that's 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 the plus. Yeah, that's all that matters. Like it's 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 not so much for me. It's something that I intend on utilizing because I have it and it's here. And it's like, that is a cool thing to be able to be like, oh, it's hot. Let me go hop in the pool. Like, like that's cool. And I, I, I will use it, but it's not, it's not for me. Like it's, it's for them. Cause they care about that shit. I don't really care about it. Like it was a selling point in buying the house. But again, it was mainly because I knew that they was going to fuck with it. So yeah, that, that, that's, that's mainly its purpose. And then the hot tub is kind of the same deal. It's like, I can see me fucking with the hot tub a little bit more because it's not swimming. You're just sitting there chilling. Yeah. But I also don't like being hot. So <laughs> uh, we shall see. But that might be a thing where, like, if it's a little cold, like if it's, say, like a 60-degree day and then it gets nighttime and it's, like, 50, or if it's a 70-degree day and it's nighttime it's, like, 60, the hot tub might slap. So And then the hot tub will probably super slap in the winter. So Oh, it's definitely uh, going to be dope in the winter. Definitely going to be dope in the winter. Yeah, so that's gonna be pretty cool. So yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta get to the floaties, dog. You gotta figure out some floaties. <laughs> yeah, not trying to lose my life. Nah, nah, nah. The the first time, the first time I got in the water and I was unafraid, I almost drowned. And I was like ten or eleven. And I what happened was I was in a pool that was deeper than I could stand, and I was on an inner tube. And I tried to adjust myself and I flipped over and I fucking panicked. And <laughs> one of my one of my childhood friends saved me and shit. And, uh, <laughs> and after that, I was just scared of the water forever. Um, I still won't get into pools that are deeper than I can stand, but I'll get into like, you know, six feet because I'm just right there. And then at least I can at least jump up. And now I'm at the point where I can swim to the side. So it's not like I can't, I can, I can, I can. Stop myself from drowning, I guess, but I'm not the greatest swimmer. But I still enjoy being in the water, though. So, yeah. So, so um, going back to topics. Uh, so, so the latest with Shakari Richardson is that she's out. Period. Yeah, yeah. She is. was she was able because of I guess I think it because of her suspension it wouldn't coincide with the uh, relay, but then the folks was like, fuck her, and she's not going to be it at all. Yeah, like, what, what irritated me, what irritates me about this whole situation is the fact that I don't understand people's uh, blind allegiance to rules. Like, I, I was just thinking that, too. I'm glad you said it. Yeah, because, like, when people go, like, well, that's the rules, like, there's there's a certain amount of truth to that. Like, okay, the rule, if the rule is don't do any drugs and you do drugs, then yes, you broke the rules. Okay, cool. Got it. But here's the problem. Why do we act like rules are like, like once we make it, it's forever applicable. Like it's the same issue I have with like the constitution and shit like that. People be like, well, the constitution says like, well, the constitution is 300 years old. Like, I don't like what the fuck I care what the constitution say. Like, why are we acting like these motherfuckers from the 1700s had, like, such perfect decision-making that their decision-making 
is infinitely applicable. Like even in 2020, the rules that they had made in 1776 at the Declaration of Independence or whatever the fuck, like all that shit is still applicable. And we don't need to worry about any kind of changes. Like what, like what a stupid mindset to have. Like as times change and people evolve and times evolve, rules should evolve. And so, yes, she did break a rule. Big fucking whoop because it's a dumb fucking rule. Why are we over here pledging allegiance to dumb fucking rules instead of changing dumb fucking rules? That's my problem with it. Uh, like, like it's not a performance enhancing drug. Like I saw a tweet that said, if you if you the fastest runner on weed, you should get two medals. Like, yes, you should. Because all I do on weed <laughs> is sit on the couch and giggle. Like, right. I'm not a fucking track star. Like, it's not like I'm going to smoke some weed and all of a sudden I can hit a baseball out of Fenway Park or I can dunk on LeBron James because I got high. Like, that, like, that shit make you worse at everything except comedy. <laughs> like, if you, like, you get infinitely funnier on weed, and that's about it. Like, I don't understand. Like, that's a dumb rule. Like, so she got high. Who cares? Who fucking cares? It's legal almost everywhere. It's not a performance enhancer. It's a performance worsener. <laughs> like, like, I don't, like, it, that's what bothers me is the one that they didn't go, you know what? This is stupid. She should do it anyway. And then even worse is the people who go like, well, she broke the rules. Like, if there was a rule that said you can't pee sitting down, would, would women then go, Oh well, I guess I gotta figure out how I gotta figure this shit out because that's the rules. They're gonna go, no, it's a stupid fucking rule. Like, I don't have a dick, so I need to sit down. Like, I don't know. That's that's so stupid to me, dog. And I just don't understand why this is a thing where people are not pointing out how stupid of a rule this. Well, they are, but you know, not not to a degree where she actually still gets to participate. And then she got suspended for the thirty days for the um uh for the weed or whatever and the 30 days would have made it so she could still participate in the relay she just couldn't participate in the 100 meter and then the track and field squad was like no nah, we still we, we still can't do it i'm like man come on dog like i don't know allegiance to dumb rules is, is baffling to me i i constantly have to fight against dumb rules i do it all the time like at work and shit i don't i don't literally do it but i will i will make a fuss and I, I've literally multiple times at work, I've said, you know, that's stupid, right? <laughs> like, that's dumb. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, we shouldn't do it that way. Like, I don't care what the rule is. Like, that's a dumb rule. Like, I'll point it out. Because it, to me, I don't feel like that's something that any adult, like, I feel like you could be a child and have enough, like, wherewithal to be like, you know, that's a dumb rule. Like, why would we follow a dumb rule? But for some reason, we got millions of adults who look at a dumb rule and say, yeah, we got to follow that because that's the rule. Like, okay, is that as like if, you, as you if can't they have beyond that? As if they they haven't broke any rules, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think that bothers right. me the most. All of the people was she knew the consequences before she did it, and the thing is, she's not even fighting it. She owned up to it and was like, it is what it is. But man, that shit is just. And I, I think even even more, I think what bothers me is the black people who really really come down on her like it's just so fucking anti-black to me dog like that shit is just it's, it's so frustrating and it and, and we don't we don't have to defend our people just because they black but like don't take the sides of other people against black people without just cause like that's not a good reason 
to to be anti Shikari in the Olympics, like because of the rules. Like, okay, yeah, that's it. And I'm a, but the same the same people who is condemning Shikari, a, a lot of the same people who are uh, thrilled that Cosby is out. So they're in the same position <laughs> as being fuckboys. So I, I I just don't have no patience for them, man, and that shit. And I just I just think she got got fucking railroaded and it's just it just sucks and it's and it's sucks because the Olympics is where runners get their pub it, you know they they come out of there with endorsements they make money you know shout out to Nike who actually stand with her despite this bullshit because I feel like a few years ago maybe they probably wouldn't have or whatever um mm-hmm. but yeah it's just stupid I just I and uh the comedian uh was it uh, was, uh Kev on stage he did a tweet mm-hmm. saying, um, you know, she, you know, sh- she knew we would potentially get her banned and she still did it anyway. You know, uh, finding out about her mom and and then he, 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 he so at that point I was about to block the nigga. And then he was like, so do you understand the pain that girl had to be in and do something that she knew would get her potentially spend it because she needed to take her mind off of finding her mom had passed from a reporter by the way like she didn't get the news from her family she got the news from a fucking reporter it was in the fucking news so it's like to 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 it's pe- people have not even experienced a, a a a small bit of what she's had to go through and are still like fully condemning that girl like that's just trash as fuck dog i will say this i don't believe for one second that's why she smoked weed. That happened. That probably happened. But I don't know about you. I do not look at Shakari Richardson and think this is somebody who don't smoke weed. They only did it because of that. <laughs> like, I don't buy that, dog. She looked like she smoked weed all fucking time. Really? You get that from her? Hell yeah, dog. She, like, she always smoked weed, dog. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second, dog. I, I could be wrong, but I, 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 and I'm, this is a tongue-in-cheek comment, but like, you know, I don't believe for one second that she was just like, She's like clean and shit all the time. It was like, oh, my mom died. Let me get high so I can cope. Like, no, nah, nigga, you can get high all the time. Don't even try it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 I never took, I never looked at that that point. And I'm not saying that she's probably been a non-smoker her whole life, but I feel like for the shit she's had to do, she probably didn't smoke for c- competing and all of that. Uh, yeah, and no, I don't, you, I don't, you, I don't know, right. the, I don't know the girl from you know from Adam, but I would, I would assume I'm. Assume that she probably wasn't a smoker during the time that she had. Like, I mean, motherfuckers get jobs and they stop smoking for six months and get a job and be good. So I, I wouldn't put it past it. She may not have been a smoker, but to do it during that close to that time, I just, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it would, you know, otherwise been been not smart. But I mean, I, I, I get that. I get that point. But it, it's whatever the case, it's a stupid fucking rule. Uh, <laughs> it's mainly it's mainly chug and cheek. I'm just joking around, but I I don't believe that she's not a weed smoker though. Like she probably don't smoke like when she's trying to compete. Well, I mean, you, like, I mean, you make a point, especially being that it's not illegal in um Oregon, so it's it's not one of those things. In Oregon, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> you can, uh, but it's stupid. It's a stupid rule, and you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure how she's going to be able to bounce back, being that she can't compete at all in the Olympics because. I mean, it's not like there's a pro team or something for this for runners and shit. Like the Olympics tend to be what they shine at and they get endorsements and shit on that. 
And then it's like, so what yeah. else are you able to do, you know, to uh to maximize on, on your on your popularity and stuff? So um, she's she's handling it right though. Like yeah, she is. she's she saying all the right is. stuff. She's not throwing a fit, which I am a hundred percent certain she is doing behind closed doors, like with her immediate people. Oh, for sure. She's probably mad as fuck. And that was you supposed but, to like, be. She's handling it right. Like I wouldn't be, I, I would not be handling it this way. I'd be, I'd be saying the same shit I'm saying right now. I mean, that's just who I am. I just, I say what I think is right. And I, I would be, I would not be handling it well. I'd be saying, you know, it's a dumb fucking, I would say that. Like, that's what I, that's how I talk. I would say, that's a dumb fucking rule. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm, that, I'm pretty sure she is. Michael, how do you sure feel about not being able to go to that? That's a so, dumb fucking rule. That's how I feel. <laughs> that's what I would say. So she's handling it better than I would. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I I can't say I would I can't say I would be quiet. You know, I think I haven't seen much in the media about her talking about stuff. Uh, I'm, and she went on what one of the daytime shows and was talking about. It. And you could see just the anger and how she was just rocking and shaking and shit. Like that shit sucks, dog. That shit fully fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it's, it's it's like I said, it's a dumb fucking rule. That's 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 pretty much it. A dumb fucking rule. And you know, Del and Delva made a good point saying that you know that that's probably her way out, and like that's true. Like you know, you know, people who come from where we come from, like we don't get to just be like, <laughs> being an Olympian is not is not in our in the cards for us. Like that's just not how it works. And to to be at the point of being able to be in the Olympics and potentially win a medal and all this kind of shit, like that's. I I it's I can't I don't I can't even accurately describe how big that is for somebody who who come from where we come from and like I I don't I feel so bad for her especially considering the fact that she is handling it well when I'm sure internally she's got to be infuriated because like th- like this is a huge it's a time it's a time you want to generational change the times you like, want to smoke weed <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like that's like this, that's the kind of shit that don't just change your life. That changed everybody around you life. Oh, for like, sure, for sure. That's some next level shit, dog. And she lost all that on over that. Like, man, and then got niggas over here talking about oh, she didn't break a rule. Like, they ain't got your back. Like, man, come on, dog. Same niggas, and like you said, same niggas that that be breaking rules all the goddamn time. Probably everybody who drinks has probably gotten behind the wheel of a car past the limit for driving. Probably everybody who drinks. And the limit's low. Probably about two drinks, you probably at that limit. And you probably just like everybody else are fully okay to drive at that point. But you are still technically breaking the rules. So don't be hopping on your high horse talking about uh, somebody who's doing way better in life than you are <laughs> couldn't, uh, couldn't manage to follow a dumbass rule when you can't manage to follow a dumbass rule either. I can't, I can't manage to follow that rule. I've done it. I got a DUI. There's people who don't have DUIs. I'm 100% certain have broken the rule of driving with higher than the alcohol. They, they don't have a DUI because they didn't get fucking caught. And that's why they don't Exactly. Have exactly. So, like, yeah, I'm certain that most of these people who get on their high, high horse about the rules are probably people who have broken the rules themselves. Speaking of which, didn't the one nigga that, uh, that, that said something about her uh, breaking the rules, that Akeem nigga, didn't he go to prison? I, yeah, so I think so. You talk about some goddamn rules, nigga. Like, bro, that's a rule that's not allowing her that to dude run. Is, that you dude has, put you in jail, nigga. That dude, that dude has not made a a good point since I found him, came upon him on Twitter. Like, man, the biggest punishment she's getting is not being able to run. 
and your ass biggest punishment, your ass got locked the fuck up. So who are you to talk about breaking some goddamn rules? Now you get out of prison, you need to shut the fuck up about anybody breaking some goddamn rules. You can advise like, hey, don't break that rule. I know what it's like <laughs> to break rules and get punished for it. That You can do that. But, but you can't go on your high horse like she should have known better. Type but it's shit. not. Nigga, you should have knew better. And you actually had to do fucking time, whole ass nigga. Right. She can't go run. Like, okay. And run professionally. She can still actually go run. She can... <laughs> like, she can't run in the Olympics. Your ass had to go to jail, nigga. Shut up. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. So, uh, that's that. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything else uh, positive to add. No, nah, me neither. It's just fucked up. Um, so, did you listen to the video of uh, Rachel Nichols? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's your thoughts in, in general? My thought was she fucked up at the end. Like, because when she when she was kind of ranting at the beginning about how ESPN, she was like something like, if, if ESPN want to make up for their diversity problems by putting uh, minorities in whatever, giving them opportunities, whatever. I'm like, I didn't have no problem with that part of it because that's a real thing. Like people, like companies do that. Like where it's like, oh, we know, like we know we have uh, a diversity problem. So let's insert random black person into this so that we can be like, hey, look, we got a black person here. Like people who just don't, uh, who understand that they have really bad hiring practices and shit like that. And they do some token bullshit to pass off on it. But what, what, where she fucked up was when she was like, but you ain't going to do that for my shit. Like, that's where she fucked up, dog. Like, you want to give a black person opportunity? Cool. But not my shit. Not like, my. okay. Well, yeah, that's when she fucked up, dog. And I'm like, uh, I, I, on one hand, I feel bad because, like, it, it kind of sucks for her to be in a position. Because I, I read that she was, like, on a private phone call, but there was a video camera in her room that she uses for her show that must have been on somehow and it picked up her her private phone conversation and whoever worked at ESPN heard it and then spread it around. So like she got fucked over from that sense where like it wasn't even like her phone call was recorded. It wasn't like the person that she talked to told on her or he recorded it. It was like your camera picked it up and some rando nigga at ESPN heard it and was like, Oh shit! <laughs> oh, so it was a it was a black I think it was a black chick, and she ended up getting suspended for that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yep, you're right. She did. Yep. So yeah, like that that part of it is yeah, that's wild. Like I I I feel bad from that perspective, but like it, it just goes to show why we black people are still even when companies come around or like we're working on diversity or we're going to do this to, to make ourselves more diverse, whether that's companies like that you work for or like public companies and they put out a statement or whatever. That's why we black people always take that shit with a grain of salt because we know they say different shit when they get behind closed doors. So it's like, we can't even trust you motherfuckers. You come over here and say, we're going to do this shit for diversity. And then you get back behind the closed doors and be like, yeah, let little, 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 one or two niggas slide in. And, you know, but, like, but, but like, but that's say shit like what she said, and that's and that's why I don't feel bad that it was recorded because I I I fucking despise closet closet ass racist shit. If you go be that way, be that yeah, way on yeah. the, be that way in public. But I think from um I mean it's fucked up as the end part. Like I agree, 
you know, like it, she was she was making okay points, and then she got to the end. It was all fucked up. But um, for me, even more than that, her going on her show and doing this apology with fucking uh, um, Kendrick Perkins and Richard Jefferson. Like, why are you apologizing with these fucking motherfuckers on? Like, you, if anything, you should have started with the person you offended and had her on the show. And per- and she really didn't really apologize. She apologized for saying the shit. She didn't apologize how fucked up it was. You know what I mean? It was a bland ass apology. And who the fuck gives a fuck? The apology. Yeah, and who the fuck gives a fuck about Kendrick Perkins and fucking Richard Jefferson of all fucking people? Like, they don't represent black people enough for it. Like, if you want to do an apology, have the person there you're going to apologize to. Start off like that and, and roll with it. Don't have these fucking assholes on it. Like, who gives a hell what they think? Like, no one, no one's here looking for Kendrick Perkins to represent black people. Matter of fact, it should have been black women on the show if you really wanted to, to have some kind of impact. But having mm-hmm. them on the show just kind of, to me, I, I thought that was just trash as fuck. Like, why are you you know, <laughs> why are you putting these, why are you, why are you apologizing with these motherfuckers? <laughs> Did you look at it and go, who are these niggas? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Who are these niggas? <laughs> who, are these, who are these niggas? That dog, that is so fucking perfect, dog. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> But um, no, I didn't see the apology, but like not like what you just described to me, I think all this makes ESPN look really, really bad. Like because she at the like I said at the beginning of the thing, really she was making a point about ESPN's diversity problem, which okay, that's a, a valid discussion. Yeah, to have. A valid like, discussion. okay, yeah, like you want to talk about ESPN's diversity problem, cool. And so you have that on the face of it. But then you have the situation where, like you said, the old old girl who actually put it out there, they you said they sus- suspended her, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was like a couple weeks, and I think it was without pay, because I did read about that. It was that. without I, I read um, without pay. Yeah, so you, you got that going on with her, and then you go, well, okay, we're gonna have her we're gonna have her apologize. And let's just throw a couple of niggas up there too, just to make it look more legitimate. Like it just shows that you just that you don't know what you're doing. Like do you have any black people with you to help you make these decisions? Like whoever decided to do this, did they go, Hey, black person, is this, does it, you think this will go over well? Cause if you did, they'd be like, no, like don't put a couple random niggas in the background and be like, that's, yes, that's what, that's, okay with niggas. That's, like, that's, that's why that shit. I feel like that's a culture there. I mean, just think, think about in the past, you know, why, you know, uh, uh, local chick, uh, I, I can't think of her name. Why she's not at ESPN. Um, uh, Wait, Jamel Hill? Yeah. I think it's a culture oh, yeah. there. The culture mm-hmm. is fucked up there. And for them to think we're going to put two black guys on a show with her while she apologizes, like, no one thought that through. And it's not like you don't have uh, black women there. I mean, because they end up replacing her with Malika Andrews, which is fine as hell, by the way. Uh, and, you know, uh, the one black chick who does who, who does the, uh, the finals as well, um, mm-hmm. I can't think of her name. Uh, Taylor, Taylor, yeah, Maria, 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 Maria Taylor. Taylor, yeah. Who was the person who she was talking about? Like that should have been a right. conversation with her. If you're gonna, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're gonna have a conversation up there, like that would have been the thing to do. But yeah, there, I think it's, it's the culture there is fucked up. Yeah, and and 
to to even further that this is this is not related to uh race but do you know what happened well i, I don't even have to ask i know you don't know uh, <laughs> so espn's now former lead mma reporter is named ariel hawani mm-hmm. i am subscribed to ariel's podcast listen to it faithfully i have been listening to it ever since i got into mma i've been listening to ariel's podcast um, and when I started listening to it, he was not employed by ESPN at the time. And he got employed by ESPN. And he, he would say that he, he and one other person helped build ESPN Plus because ESPN Plus was kind of like started off with like their main shit being UFC. And he did his he had his thing on, on ESPN Plus. He had his podcast. He had, you know, a bunch of things going on with ESPN. They got to where he would uh, work. Uh, they let him start working NBA games where he would like do interviews with players on, on NBA games, which was always a dream of his. And so it was like big things. So Ariel had like, I think it was like three years on ESPN. And a side thing about Ariel is that Dana White hates Ariel Hawani. Like he always says ho ass shit about him. Like he always like, he was, he would literally say stuff like, fuck that guy. I hate that guy, you know, stuff like that. And it's, I'm not going to get into why, but basically he feels like, uh, the rumor, the idea is that uh, Dana White is upset because Ariel Hawani told news about a fight before they could announce it. Stupid. Uh, like, not that big of a deal. But supposedly he, he announced a big fight right before they were set to announce it. And I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's other things. But for whatever reason, Dana White has had a grudge against this guy forever. So supposedly what happened is that when Ariel's contract was up, ESPN asked him to take a pay cut even though he's like the guy for UFC on ESPN, he is the guy and he has done so much work for ESPN. They asked him to take a pay cut to stay. And he, and he even was like, how about I do less stuff? Like, why don't I just do my main podcast and my podcast that I do with Daniel Cormier and I'll just do that. Like, I don't got to do no NBA shit. And they were like, nope, you take the pay cut. But we want that. you to take the pay yeah. cut and do idea. more. <laughs> right. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Keep doing a lot and take a pay cut. And he's like, how about I keep my same pay and I do less? Like, no, you take a pay cut and you do the same. Like, and uh, since long story short, he walked. And the, I, the rumor is that the reason ESPN did that is because Dana White pushed them to do it. Because Dana, Dana White's like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to fuck with that guy. And if, if UFC is partnering with ESPN, there's nothing that Dana White can do that Ariel Hawani can't be affiliated with. But if he don't work for ESPN, then now that can happen. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the rumor is that Dana White pushed ESPN to fire him. And rather than fire him, they offered him a pay cut that they knew he, no reasonable person would take. So he walked rather than getting fi- rather than firing him. And like the, all that to say, when you talk about the culture there, like all of this is painting a picture for me that the culture at ESPN is just like it is in this country, favoring rich white men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah. and that's just what it is. I, I mean, and, and I don't know the detail, the details of it, and if there was any issues, but I just wonder: was there any like strong animosity when like Stuart Scott was there? Instead? Because he was definitely um, the the polar opposite of the typical white guy as far as uh, reporters and commentators and shit. I think what did it for him is that even if, and, and granted, that could have been a different culture at ESPN back then. Maybe this is just like the current ESPN culture, not the ESPN throughout the existence of ESPN culture. Maybe they were better back then. But even if they weren't, 
Stuart Scott was like the guy. Like, mm-hmm. like it was you could you couldn't help you you had no choice because if you lose Stuart Scott, you are fucked because he is like your number one guy. And he was pulling in black audiences like crazy. We had never seen anybody like Stuart Scott on on uh, on the news or on sports coverage before. Like a guy like that who just was is like he brought it's crazy now to think about it because people talk regular on TV now. But like I had never heard slang on Sports Center before. Like that was crazy to me. I'm like, dog, it's a nigga on Sports Center using slang, like and, and you know, phrases and shit like that. Like like black colloquialisms. Like I had never seen no shit like that. And then he was like wildly fucking popular. So even if they still have that shitty culture back then, they couldn't do nothing with that man. Like they they'd have fucked themselves. But like right now, I bet what it is is like the current culture is probably different than it was back then. That's what I'm guessing. But hey, white white's been whiting for a long time, so <laughs> who's to say? Man, yeah, I I agree. Uh, I don't think it really could because he was definitely the pool for them. But yeah, who knows? I'm not. You know, I don't know nothing about how how his his experience was then. But yeah, they show sure is some fuck people now, boy. God. You, you want to know something funny? I, I, I've never talked about this. I didn't like Stuart Scott at first. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought it was embarrassing. <laughs> like, as a kid, as a kid, granted, I'm, I'm a kid, probably uh, maybe like early teens. And I don't know, man. Like, I felt like it was, I felt like it never felt natural to me. Uh, oh, I'm not going to say never. It didn't feel natural to me at first. Uh it felt like he was trying to be black as opposed to just being himself on television. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it felt like he was like trying to be like some kind of like stereotypical black person, like saying like, like, you know, like shit that we say, but like, I don't know. It always felt forced to me. Like it never felt like he was being himself. It felt like he was being what, like, like what people would expect a black guy to be like. Right. And it, I don't know. It felt corny to me. So like, I, I, I wasn't a fan of his for a long time. It wasn't until after I think he started to seem a little bit more normal. And it almost felt like by that point he was doing his catchphrases because they were his catchphrases and he had to do them. And like that, it was like, you know, random coverage, insert catchphrase, random coverage, insert catchphrase. Whereas before it felt like, like all he was was like catchphrases and slang. And it was because that's how black people are. So let's put this black representative on TV. Who's just going to, be what we think black people are and like i said it felt like a show to me it felt performative but like once he like got into it longer and he started it felt like he actually started covering sports instead of just being a guy who comes on tv and goes oh shit my nigga he got dunked on shit like you know that's that's kind of what it felt like at the beginning like they brought him in for that kind of stuff though like oh man that motherfucker drained that three for four like okay duh. like man can you stop like that's what it felt like to me when he first came out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can see that. I can totally see that. I can totally see that. God damn! Shit. <laughs> that nigga did some twisted twirling shit right there. Like, okay, <laughs> can you get this nigga off TV, please? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Twirly shit. <laughs> That's what it felt like, uh, That's what that's what it felt like, man. Watching him when he first got on the when he first got on Sports Center, I'm like, man, this nigga's embarrassing, dog. 
<laughs> like this is what people gonna think we like. Like we gonna look this one. They gonna think we we do. Not like the twist, man, the twisty twirlies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little random side note. Yeah, that's I still feel. I, I, by the by the by the time you know his career played out, I, I had become a fan of his and. Finding out that he passed, especially learning like how good of a guy he was, all the good stuff he did. Yeah, that was a man. That's that just very, very sucked, sad though. time. Man, yeah, that, that was a very, very sad time. Sucked. Yeah, but by that point, I'm not gonna say by that point. By the time he was dead, but I mean, well before that. Like I said, what I said was just my initial thoughts on him, like as a child when he first got on ESPN. But like you know, most of his career, I was a pretty big fan of his. And once you know, in in the last few years of his life, it was like, man, this dude is awesome. And to, to, yeah, that sucked when he passed, man. Because he was still, he was still a, uh, uh, like a, almost like a forefather. Like for me, when I think of ESPN, and I think I, the first thing I think of is Sports Center because I, I watch Sports Center all the time as a kid because they would play it the same episode over and over and over from like oh, yeah. 6 a.m. to yep, noon, yep, yep. and I would watch all of them. Like <laughs> I'd watch it over and over and over, like. And so when I think of ESPN, I think of Sports Center, and when I think of Sports Center, I think of Keith Olbermann, Dan Patrick, Stuart Scott, and there's someone else whose face I'm picturing, whose name I can't remember. I, I and it's I'm the one guy who oh, just um, left Craig, recently. Craig, uh, Craig, Craig Kilborn, because he ended up getting a he ended up getting a late night talk show after yeah, he, he left ESPN. A, yeah, I forgot yeah, he Craig had Kilborn. a uh, fucking talk show. He sure the hell did. Yep. So that, that's like, so when I think of ESPN, that's what I think of is like those four or five guys. And he's one of them. Like he's, he's, he's a, like a forefather of modern day uh, ESPN sports coverage. And yeah, big loss, that guy. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. Do you have something else? I thought like you had something. Oh, I did. I, to, uh, I did, okay? but it's not. Yeah, I don't care. No, it was just <laughs> stuff about Britney Spears. But I really don't care. I read up on it. Maybe talk about it next week. It's, <clears> it, <throat> so. it, it, it's yeah, it's not, it's not something we need to talk about. <laughs> it's okay. It's not, yeah, it's really okay. So she's still rich and famous. She's still yeah. rich and famous. Uh, <laughs> hope hope anything works out. <laughs> yeah, she's still rich famous. She's smooth. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but if you ain't got nothing else, we can wrap up then. Yep, I'm good. All right, then. We'll see y'all next week. Yep. Peace. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to What Up Do Podcast at Gmail. That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at What Up Though Podcast. Peace.